0: On the throw to first base, and the Royals have tied the game. For the very best in baseball, this is the place you want to be. We're where you want to be. Baseball with the Royals. Let's get it going on the Locked On Royals podcast, a part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your teams every day. I am your host, Rylan Styles. You can follow me on Twitter at Rylan underscore That's at R-Y-L-A-N. Underscore STI LES. On today's show, we're going to talk about Jacob Junis heading to the IL. The Royals and Astros played an exhibition game last night and do some Royals prop bets. Let's start with Jacob Junis because this is probably the biggest news of the day. The exhibition doesn't really matter. It's, of course, an exhibition. But Jacob Junis heading to the 10 day DL. He doesn't feel ready to play. He had coronavirus prior to reporting to summer camp, and it allowed him not to report on time. Can't get stretched out in time. He's not ready to go. That brings the Royals coronavirus total way up, and there's still two more players on the IL that we're not sure why they are or were on the IL, uh, and and it leads to speculation of more coronavirus, but that's something to monitor as we move forward this season. But for Junis, he looked like he was going to be in the rotation, uh, a rotation that was already going to be average at best, and whenever you lose an arm like this, Uh, Who knows what's going to happen? I mean, this could open the door to call up Brady Singer on opening day. But, again, the business side of baseball, you just – would you really want to lose a year of service time? Would you really want to lose a year of service time for Brady Singer this year in a a season in which it would take a miracle to make the postseason? It would take a miracle – to make the postseason this year. And now I want you to put yourself six years into the future. And I know right now it's hard to imagine uh, the world being here in six years. But in, in six years, would you rather have Brady Singer on that roster? A roster you expect to have Bobby Witt Jr. on it? A roster you expect to have Daniel Lynch and Asa Lacy and all the other young pitchers on it? Would you rather have Brady Singer on that roster? Or would you rather have Brady Singer for the first eight days of the season? Listen, this Royals team, in a 60-game run, can make the playoffs. They really can. I would direct you to last year's first 60 games. After 60 games last year, the Rangers were in the postseason. The Pittsburgh Pirates were in the postseason. The Washington Nationals, who ended up winning the World Series, were buried. It can happen. It's not out of the question but the likelihood of it happening for the trade-off of losing a year of Brady Singer, because look, I know this is a new ownership group. I know we have not gotten to see them and how they're going to handle, you know, contracts and what they're going to do to retain their players. The fact of the matter is Kansas City is always will be a small market in baseball. It doesn't matter who the owner is. And if Brady Singer is who you think he's going to be. If you think Brady Singer is going to be a Cy Young guy, pitchers are just going to get priced out of Kansas City's market. And again, maybe this ownership group will shock the world. Maybe this ownership group will give him a $200 million contract. But I'd rather lose for eight days and then get to watch Brady Singer the rest of this year and for six more years than to call him up for a couple starts in the first eight days. But that's just me. Uh, Jacob Junis has left this team uh, in a difficult position going on the IL, but I understand it. You don't want to rush back, and it's what we talked about with Brad Keller. When is he going to be ready? He's a guy that had COVID also. But the next bit of news comes from Tom Martin of Let It Fly Media. I believe he used to work for Fox 25. He does a lot of stuff with the Chiefs. Uh, I haven't seen him do much with the Royals. I know he's an Astros fan. But I I I was surprised that he was the one who reported this. But he said yesterday uh, that he heard from multiple people uh, within the Royals organization and and that would know about the Royals organization uh, that the downtown ballpark is going to happen. The question is not if it will happen. The question is when will the organization announce it. And this is a pretty divisive topic, and I can see I can see everyone's vantage point from this. Uh, personally, I like Coffin Stadium. You know, Kansas City just paid to renovate that stadium not too long ago to get the All-Star Game. Uh, I don't see anything wrong uh, with Coffin Stadium. I really don't. The parking, of course, is a big deal for a lot of people, and uh, you, you can't get better parking uh, than you can at Coffin Stadium. Uh, but uh, there is something to say for a, a downtown ballpark. Now, I don't understand the logistics of downtown Kansas City. I'm not an architect. I'm not sure how you would have to position the ballpark or if you can make it look good. If you can make it show off, you know, the power and light district, or if you can make it show off uh, the features around Kansas city, I'm not sure about all that. Again, I'm not an architect, but let me know what you guys think. I want to hear from you guys where, what you feel about the downtown ballpark, because it is divisive and it is something that I'm interested in getting a lot of people's thoughts on. Again, for me, I would stay at coffin, but I'm not someone who's unwilling to hear the other side. There's some people on this issue uh, that, is, uh, that are unwilling to even consider a downtown ballpark. I think if a downtown ballpark is done well and it's done right, it can really show uh, what Kansas City is all about and, and what Kansas City has grown in their downtown area. But uh, that's a big if, you know, if it's done right. So let me know on Twitter what you guys think at Ryland underscore If you don't if you do not have Twitter, you can email the show always locked on gmail.com and let me know your thoughts on any of these subject matters. But the Royals did play an exhibition game yesterday against the Houston Astros and they lost 6 to 3. And let me just say this, I saw a lot of people on Royals Twitter last night you know, kind of changing their opinion on this team. If an exhibition game against one of the best teams in baseball a team that's better than any team in the Central Division, a team that you're never going to play again uh, in the regular season, uh, and, and again, a team that's better than any team you're going to face this year. If an exhibition game changes your opinion on this team, you got to take a step back and relax. I know, I know we're excited for sports to be back. I know we're craving that sports content the hot takes. But an exhibition game against the Houston Astros should not alter your opinion. I was disappointed in Mike Montgomery. Uh, he was someone who pitched very well, very well in summer camp. Like he was noticeably good in summer camp. Uh, yesterday, he missed spots. I mean, he was spiking balls early. He he never found the zone. He couldn't finish four innings. Uh, and, and that's just how it goes sometimes. And, and, you know, I don't really think it's anything the Astros did uh, to, you know, kind of put up those runs on him. I, I just think it's, it's the fact that he couldn't find his spots, and it was it was user error for Mike Montgomery. And and how how often will he spike balls in the first inning? You know, five times in the first inning. How often will he not be able to find the zone? That's the real question. Because he did show signs of looking good, but he just did not have any control yesterday, and that was his big issue. And and when you don't have control and you're facing that Houston lineup. It's going to be tough. I mean, the, the Houston lineup, uh, they rolled out there was their A team. I mean, I mean, you got Bregman, you got Correa, you got Altuve, you got Springer. I mean, you got everybody yesterday. So to, to miss your spots there, you just can't do that. And it really gives you a peek inside the curtain of what it would take for the Royals' best-case scenario. The Royals need this rotation to be average. They have to be, you know, three-run guys through five. Uh, You know, just give up three, get through five, uh, maybe get through six, and and the offense has to carry the load from there. Whenever you give up a big run number through four innings, four through four or whatever it was, you've lost the game for Kansas City. Because I will say this bullpen is, is much improved, and, and Mike Matheny has so many options out of this bullpen that I feel comfortable with that can get them an inning, that can get them out of an inning, that can get them to the next inning without giving up a run. So they need the starters to be average, and we talked about that before. They need two guys to be above average. They need two guys to say uh, that, that we say collectively as a fan base, okay, Let's say it's Singer and Duffy are on the mound today and tomorrow. They're not going to lose those games. Those guys are going to go win the game. They, they need two guys to step up and, and that can end losing streaks. Uh, but Mike Montgomery had an off night. Again, it wasn't like he was hitting his spots and he was just so hittable. It wasn't even funny. He never got to his spots. So you, you can argue which is worse, if you hit your spots and, and, and they destroy you, or if you never get to your spots and they still beat you. But I'm not going to judge Mike Montgomery yet off of one game against the best, you know, one of the best lineups in baseball. But I will say that he he needs to tighten up the control. Obviously, Uh, it looks like he'll pitch on Sunday. Mike Mike Matheny has not let that cat out of the bag yet. Uh, Technically speaking, he could be lined up in terms of days rest for Saturday. But yesterday, Mike Montgomery, after the game, uh, told us that hey, he's going to pitch on Sunday probably. So we'll see who that Saturday starter is. I don't think Brad Keller will be ready. I know that he's back. I know that he's uh, off the COVID list. I don't think he'll be stressed out enough. I really don't. So I I wonder who that Saturday starter will be. Friday, you are going to get Danny Duffy and we'll see the rest of the series against uh, Cleveland. But outside of Mike Montgomery, Lance McCullers dominated the Kansas City Rose last night and Lance McCullers looked good. I mean, he's coming off of a Tommy John injury. Uh, He looked fantastic yesterday. And, He's he's a fun pitcher to watch. He really is. I, I don't care that he was dominating Kansas City. He looked really good last night. He was fun to watch. Uh, but shifting over to the Royals and on, on, the, on the positive front, Salvador Perez had a home run, which was awesome to see. Of course, he's battling back from injury. Of course, Bubba Starling. Now he's someone yesterday that I said I want to see him continue to hit against other pitchers, not Royals pitchers. I want him to see him, I want to see him hit against other major league hitters. What did he do? He gets in there, gets his at-bat. He hits the hardest ball he's ever hit, a rocket, a two-run home run last night. He looks good. His swing looks good. I don't know how you find time to play him. I don't know how you get him in the lineup. But Bubba Starling looks like a true big league hitter now. And I want to see him continue to get more at-bats in these next two exhibition games because that was fun to watch last night. He made adjustments within the at-bat, and he, he just hit that rock. I mean, it was a rope. It was amazing. You need to go check out that home run from Bubba Starling. Ryan McBroom continued to look good at the plate. He got a base hit. He he battled a lot at the at the bag at first base. He was all right, uh, but he was really good at the plate. And then in the bullpen, this is, this is the biggest deal to me. Uh, think back to last year. How many games did the Royals lose after the fifth inning with the lead? After the fifth inning with the lead, how many did they lose? Because that bullpen was just atrocious. Well, yesterday, Tyler Zuber comes in the game. He looks fantastic. He's going to be, Tyler Zuber, one of your favorite players. If you're listening to this and you're a Royals fan and you don't really know about Tyler Zuber, he's going to be one of your favorite players. He's going to be one of the, one of your most fun players to watch for the next six years. He's awesome. And, and I cannot wait to watch him uh, pitch more and more. Uh, Trevor Rosenthal, who had a great, and I mean great, spring training 1.0, picked up right where he left off. Picked up right where he left off. One, two, three inning, good locations, good velo. I love what I saw from Trevor Rosenthal. And that's someone who has a lot of chemistry with Mike Matheny. That's someone who Mike Matheny trusts uh, being, going back to his St. Louis days. And then Kevin McCarthy, who's – been shaky at best in the big leagues. At times, he's shown a ton of potential. And I've been one of the last believers in Kevin McCarthy because uh, he's shown that potential before both in the minor leagues and in the big leagues, but he's really shaky. Last night, small sample size, he looked good. So th- that's really the take from the Astros' 6-3 uh, loss against the Astros last night, if you want to call it that in an exhibition game. This shouldn't change your opinion on any team you know, as a whole. Uh, maybe some players, maybe, maybe you're not as confident now in Mike Montgomery, uh, but if just because they lost 6-3 to three of the best team that they're going to face all year, uh, it, it, shouldn't, it shouldn't waver what you thought of this team on Saturday. And on Saturday, before they started playing games against MLB teams, if you thought they were a bad team, then continue to think they're a bad team. On Saturday, if you thought uh, this team was a middle-of-the-pack team, continue to think they're a middle-of-the-pack team. I mean, that's just how it is. They lost a the game to the Astros. They're never going to play a team that good. And it's an exhibition game. A lot of these pitchers, including Mike Montgomery, are working on pitches. They're not trying to get outs. They're working on different pitches. They're trying to find out what works and what doesn't work. And honestly, you see Garrett Cole and guys like that get rocked a lot of times in spring training because they are looking for what doesn't work more than what does work. They want to know what they can and can't go back to. So I wouldn't take a ton of... From this, it was just good to watch baseball again. And Kansas City, again, shows why they're such a great sports city and such a great sports town. It's impressive what they do year in and year out in Kansas City because last night uh, in the primetime ratings, last night the Royals on an exhibition game, they were the highest primetime television rating. Are you kidding me? The highest primetime television rating for an exhibition game uh, on Fox Sports Kansas City. So, congratulations Kansas City. After the break, we're going to talk about some Royals prop bets. That's right. We just took a commercial break at 15 minutes. I'm sorry to my bosses. Missed the break a little bit. But the these episodes, these next couple of dates as we get ready for the season are going to be longer than normal because there's just so much to get to and so much that I want to talk about. But let's start this week of previews with Royals prop bets. And I love betting for entertainment purposes only. Do not tell the NCAA that I bet on games, because I don't. It's only for entertainment. It's only for entertainment. NCAA, don't come for me. Uh, but Brady Singer, Pratt bets over under. Let's go with the entire Royals roster. Brady Singer starts eight and a half. I'm giving you eight and a half starts for Brady Singer. Are you going over or under? Now, many people in a 60-game season are expecting about 10 starts from somebody who's on the opening day roster and stays healthy all year. So that's really the question here. Do you think Brady Singer will be on the roster on Friday? And I've left you some wiggle room because if he only misses one start, he can still get to that nine plateau. Uh, But, you know, the safe money here is under. The safe money here is under eight starts. That's the safe money. But what fun is it in being safe I've got a feeling, I've really got a feeling that that Dayton Moore, Mike Matheny, the ownership group are going to say to hell with service time and they're going to call up Brady Singer on opening day. And, and, and honestly, I hope that does not happen, but it's just the writing on the wall right now. Give me the over. He's going to make more than eight starts in this season. That is insane that I just did that. But hey, give me the over. We're going to track all of these bets and see – who got more right? Me or anyone who replies and gives me your thoughts on this. So you can also give me your answers to these questions on Twitter at Ryland underscore styles, and on the email address, LockedOnRoyals at gmail.com. So let's move on to Jorge Soler homers, 19 and a half, because many people are projecting you know, or asking the question, will we see a 20 home run guy? For Jorge Soler, I'm going to say under, under 19 and a half. I know it's never fun to take the under, and I'll be rooting for Jorge Soler to to hit a home run every single at-bat, so really, I should be taking the over here, Uh, but if we're going to bet this legitimately for entertainment purposes only, then I'm going to take the under, but do not forget that he almost hit 50 home runs in Kauffman Stadium last year, and now he's playing teams with some average-at-best pitching staffs. I mean, outside of the Cardinals in this division, outside of the top two in Cleveland— what pitchers do you feel great about in this in this, you know, division in these two divisions? So that's a huge plus in his in his favor. But I'll still go under 19 and a half home runs for Jorge Soler. Who leads the team in hits? Let me know what you guys think. I'm gonna go with the easy answer with Merrifield. Who leads the teams in steals? It's a 60 game season. I've talked about it before. If he cannot stay healthy for 60 games. We've got some big, big issues in Kansas City. So I'm going to go with with Alberto Mondesi, the artist formerly known as Raul Mondesi. Who leads the team in average? Again, average, I don't really like the, the stat, but I'm going to go with, that's the easy, easy money. And then who leads the team in ERA for a pitcher? I'm going to say Brady Singer has the lowest ERA of any pitcher on this roster. Uh, for the simple fact that although I did bet the over on the starts, I do, I do in my heart still think The business side of baseball wins out. So he'll have less opportunity to inflate that ERA. And he'll also be the best pitcher on the staff. I I think that he is the most talented pitcher and he is the best pitcher on the staff already. Even though he's never played a game in the big leagues, I still think he's the very best pitcher on this roster. And then how many good starts will Danny Duffy have? What I mean by good starts, three or less runs. I want to see three or less runs from Danny Duffy. How many times do you think he can do that? And I'm gonna put the number at five and a half. Do you think he goes more than five or less than five good starts? And I'm taking the under. I, I really think that he's not gonna get out of games a lot of games with three or less runs given up. I, I really don't. He's very inconsistent. He's very up and down. I I don't think that he will even get close to the five good starts. Whenever we're gonna qualify it as three runs or less, so I'm gonna take the I'm gonna take the under. Let me know what you guys think on Twitter with all of these questions. And the last prep bet is Brady Singer. Will he win rookie of the year or are you taking the field? So this is basically just, I'm going to give you the chance to take the field. So if anyone else wins rookie of the year, you've won the bet. Or you can take Brady Singer. I'm taking Brady Singer because if he's as good as we all think he is and he dominates and he becomes the, the ace of this rotation. I don't see how you don't give it to him in the AL. There is no Gavin Lux uh, right now uh, in the AL that, that, that people have just fallen in love with. I, I think he's going to win it. I really do. I mean, I know that a lot of voters look at the team success, uh, but I think he's going to be so good that it's undeniable. It's just simply undeniable how good he is. So, again, the prop bets Brady Singer starts, Jorge Soler home runs. Who leads the team in hits? Uh, who leads the team in steals? Who leads the team in average? Who leads the team in, in ERA? How many good Danny Duffy outings will there be? And Brady Singer or the field for rookie of the year? You can write in your responses to compete against me. I'll keep track of them for you. Uh, you can write in on Twitter at Ryland That's at R-Y-L-A-N underscore S-T-I-L-E-S. And you can also, if you don't have Twitter, email the show LockedOnRoyals at gmail.com. So what's coming up on Locked On Royals the rest of the way here this week as we get prepared for opening day tomorrow? we're going to preview the East region and the West region. So that's the AL and NL East, the AL and NL West. And we're also going to recap the Houston Astros exhibition game too. If it gets played due to weather, we all know uh, that that's up in the air right as of right now. That I'm recording this at you know, 11 o'clock AM. And then on Thursday, we're going to preview the AL Central. And then on Friday, opening day, That's probably going to be the longest episode in show history, so you better get ready for that episode. We're going to preview opening day the same way that we'll preview every single game this season. We're going to preview opening day. We're going to do the awards for both the MLB and the Kansas City Royals. We're going to do playoff predictions. We're going to do Royals predictions. It's going to be awesome. It's going to be a long show. I hope that you're going to love that show. I cannot wait For Friday's show, I just keep building it and building it in these in these outlines, and I'm getting very very excited to sit down and record Friday's show for Opening Day. I hope you've all enjoyed uh, Lockdown Rose so far. This is our 100th episode, and not a single one has seen regular season baseball, but yet. Kansas City continues to support me and my show, and they continue to listen to Locked On Rose. And it goes again to show how great of a sports city you are, that in a global pandemic, you still care about a losing baseball team enough to listen to my podcast every single day. So I appreciate each and every one of you. And before we get out of here, I want to tell you about my good friends over at CBDMD. Listen, it doesn't matter if you're a professional athlete, if you're a stay-at-home parent, or if you spend eight hours a day in an uncomfortable office chair. Everyone needs support to make it through the day. Luckily, our friends over at CBDMD have an amazing duo that can help you relax, regroup, and recharge when life gets chaotic. CBD Freeze with Menthol is an award-winning product that offers instant cooling relief for muscles and joints in a convenient and easy-to-use roller or a shareable squeeze tube. CBD Recovery combines CBD with inflammation-fighting compounds like Arcea, and vitamin B6 to give you the support you need where it matters most. And it makes it even easier to try this amazing duo with everything you need on CBDMD. Here's the offer. They're going to offer our audience 25% off your next order. When you use promo code locked MLB at checkout, that's again, locked on MLB at checkout. You'll get 25% off. Go to CBD. MD.com to purchase your superior CBD oil products from CBDMD. Be good and be good to one another. We'll see you next time on Locked on Royals.